Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing? It's Trina Mara. Well, every week on the show, you've been hearing us talking about how it's so important to know your number and your cholesterol when it comes to uh, your health. And uh, Benacol have been giving us €150 Euro every single week on the show to spread the word. Dr. Lisa Hines is here with us today. She's from Cree. She's their head of health programmes and a health psychologist. You're very welcome, Dr. Lisa. How are you? I'm good, Trina. Thank you. Really I bet you know here. your number. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely all of them. Yeah, yeah. So why is it so important for us to have this information and how do we go about getting getting to know your number? So it's so important to know this information because we can do so much with it. You know, when it comes to prevention, which is the kind of key mission of Cree, the prevention of heart disease and stroke, um, knowledge is power and information in good time is power. When we know our numbers, when we know what our cholesterol looks like, for example, when we understand what those numbers mean, we can take action. We know that so much of the risk for developing heart disease or stroke comes down to things that we do have some control over. That is things like our cholesterol and things like being physically active, things like taking medication if we're prescribed it. Again, those are all actions. And I suppose that's where the health psychology comes in. So that's why it's so important to know and how we can go about finding out is going in to see our RGP. Depending on what age you are, there might be kind of different recommendations. But I think generally for people over 40, getting into the GP to find out what your numbers are once a year is, is a really good starting place. But also asking, you know, what specifically are my numbers and what, what do they mean? How did I end up in that category already? The over 40s category. <laughs> I'm now ticking that box. Um, but it's about healthy ageing. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not saying, oh, oh, you know, you're over the hill now, you're over 40. <laughs> much more how do you arm yourself now because what we do now and it's not big things it's, it's relatively small things it'll make all the difference when you're you know sunning yourself in a happy healthy retirement yeah yeah hopefully well it's funny now in the last year or so I have been accidentally making changes I guess when it comes to yeah what I eat and also exercise mostly because we sold our second car during Covid so we were down to one car and I found myself walking a lot of places because it was just quicker to be honest and yeah. I also got a bike there recently so it's Good. even doing things like that making that kind of change isn't it? It really is it's things that are part of our day to day life that make all the difference it's not kind of doing a, a 20k hike you know once yeah. in a month and never again it's the relatively small things that are feasible yeah. as part of our day-to-day life. So I as totally you said, agree. Yeah. made to be. For me, uh, Dr. Lisa, it was about, so I'm doing the walk or the cycle to get to work and to get home from work and that kind of thing. <laughs> and the girls in the office are all in the gym and they're all trying to get me to join the gym down the road there. And I'm saying to them, like, to be honest, I could join it, but I would never get the time to actually go to it. <laughs> Whereas I have to get from my house to work and from my work to my house every day. Yeah. It's about fitting it in that way. It is. And, and allowing ourselves to factor in the reality of our own lives when we're trying to you know put plans into place for our health we can kind of really try to airbrush things and try to do all of the things join the gym do all of the healthy eating or whatever but we kind of leave out the realities and the demands of our day-to-day lives when we're putting those plans into place and as a result we often don't follow through and then we give ourselves a hard time so allowing yourself to say well I'm not going to have time to do that that's a big step and very supportive of ourselves and again will really help to actually be doing something differently and, and it is all in the doing it is yeah, all in the no, doing No you don't have to be in the gym it's just doing something and then exactly. obviously watching what are you, a bit mindful eating isn't it instead of just grabbing a you know a packet of crisps or whatever I mean it's, thing, 
it's the saturated fats that are going to cause you a problem for your heart. Yes, yes, the saturated fats are definitely one thing to look out for and looking at, at all of these things in terms of the big picture. So when you're rushing or when there's a lovely bowl of crisps in front of you, there's, there's no problem with any particular food. There's no problem with any particular thing that we do. But it's looking at, at our lives over you know, the whole week or the whole month and thinking about how can I best support my health. We don't want to, we don't want to say anything is, is good or bad. Mm. Um, it's it's what's, what's realistic, what's going to you know, be possible, but also make sure that life is enjoyable. Yeah. Um, uh, all of these factors together kind of add up to support our health in the best way. We often have great plans and we want to do the right thing. We want to get healthier. We want... But it's the actual doing of it that can be tricky for so many of us and the willpower. It's so true. It's so true. It can be really frustrating. And I suppose the, the kind of unfortunate thing is that knowledge isn't enough to get us to doing. And we can have a really strong belief that all we need is knowledge and it's kind of really focus on, you know, knowing everything and having all of our ducks in a row before it's possible to get started with something. And we can get very frustrated with ourselves. Mm. But there's a lot of a lot of good reasons why it's very hard to get from knowing and feeling motivated and feeling really interested in something to actually doing it. You know, our our routine is very strong. The things that we do today, we do because we did them yesterday and the day before. And, and, you know, it's our work demands, it's our family demands, it's our preferences. So when you're trying to do something new, no matter how much you want to or how much sense it makes, there's just a lot of things keeping things the way that they are. So that's why, you know, that point that you made earlier about doing things that fit within your your life and not trying to take on too much, that kind of thing is really important to help us to get from knowing to doing. Some things that can be helpful for us to think about is what, what actually do we want to achieve? What's important? And ideally picking one thing at a time, which can be hard. We often want to have, uh, you know, several goals. But if you can focus just on, say, your, your exercise to start with or whatever is, it is that's most important. And then think about what does that actually mean? What are the actions? So I want to get fitter. What's the one thing that I can fit in each day to help myself to get there? And being uh, realistic, and, and yeah. Being realistic, exactly. And, and then the last piece of it is, is around thinking about what what's going to get in my way. So spending a little bit of time actually planning, part of that is planning for the kind of realities of our lives. So, you know, if it's time, if it's money, if it's, you know, where you live, if it's feeling afraid or not not being sure to start, how can you take care of those things as part of your plan? We're always looking to support ourselves. We put an awful lot of pressure on ourselves to kind of have things figured out and, and just to get to our goal um, uh, kind of, you know, yesterday. But actually thinking about the things that are going to come up, what's going to make this hard and factoring that into our plan. You know, we're really Realistically, am I going to be able to fit in a bit more exercise and not giving ourselves a hard time, but actually taking a, a more supportive approach? And as you said, thinking about that, what's realistic, what's achievable? Because it's it's actually it's actually having some experience with the activity. So you know, successfully cycling your bike to, to work a couple of times, it's that experience that helps you to build the willpower, to build the motivation, rather than you starting with that motivation. Well, for that me, I, I can tell you, it was it was the getting stuck in traffic. That was my motivation. There you go. I couldn't couldn't take it anymore. And another thing that we do as well, and I am so guilty of this, you know, if you're starting a healthy eating plan, you couldn't possibly start it on a Saturday. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it has to be a Monday. Don't be so ridiculous. It doesn't have to be a Monday. It can be your next meal. That's when you can start. Absolutely. And and the the other question to kind of ask yourself at the same time is, what do I mean? What is a healthy eating plan? What is a, a, you know, an exercise plan? So we can leave our health goals very general. You know, it's just, I want to eat healthy. But when there is no more detail than that, 
we find it hard to know where to start and that's what kind of makes us more likely to say okay I'll start on Monday and so so get you know again giving yourself at least a few minutes to sit down and plan what do I mean what will this look like when am I going to do this and you know a healthy eating could be a million things but you're not going to be able to do a million things so picking a couple of things that are, are realistic and clear and that's much more likely to actually happen and you're right if you can start it is if you can start it now Great. Can I just ask you one final thing before you go about, I don't know whether, I'm sure people have said this to you, the sabotagers in our life. So you decide you're going to change your your lifestyle and you're going to really focus on your health. And then you get, uh, you know, the text from your pal who's saying, drop over, we're having a bottle of wine or we're, you know, these people. (laughs) And they won't take no for an answer. And they're the ones that are making you go get the the, the chipper on the way home or the, how do you, would you be more public about saying to people, look, I'm actually doing a healthy eating thing or would you keep it private? That's such an interesting question. Um, I suppose that's going to be totally individual and and it depends what people feel best about. Now, we do know that we're most likely to follow through on health goals when we involve other people, but you can't necessarily, well, you definitely can't make other people do anything. Um, but, But if there are people who are on board, whether it's going for a walk or whether it's, you know, cutting down on the takeaways or whatever it is, involving people around you is a really good idea. So that's one thing to think about. Um, and then if you if you feel comfortable to let people know um, and if that helps you to stick to your goals, then that might be a good idea. Um, and then I guess if you don't feel comfortable to share what you're doing, but you also don't want to join in the bottle of wine, then, you know, every now and then you might you might just need to, to be doing something else that night or try out different things to support yourself. But it'll probably be something that varies depending on the relationship and depending on, on kind of each individual, I suppose. A lot of my friends actually post their meals on Instagram to give themselves that accountability because they're, they're not going to be posting up if they're having absolute rubbish. So yeah, it's not, it's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. OK, well, we're going to give people a chance now to win 150 euro with Ben Call. And all you have to do is uh, text in right now and tell me what's the product we're talking about. The brand. Very simple. I've mentioned it a few times there to 087-188-0008 and we'll stick you in the draw to an 150 euro. Thanks so much, Dr. Lisa Hines there from Cree doing some great work as well. We spoke to a lady a couple of years ago on the show and her daughter had sadly passed away very suddenly with a heart attack and she got great support from Cree. So uh, thanks for coming on the show today. That's great to hear. Thank you, Trina. It's Ireland's Class Kids Radio.